1: This past weekend, an ambitious international merger was announced between Seattle-based Defy Wrestling and the UK's Progress Wrestling. Defy, founded by Jim Perry and Matt Farmer, just celebrated their seventh anniversary. They are creating a global presence with Progress, part of the British wrestling landscape since 2012, acquired in 2021 by Lee McAteer and Martin Best. But what does this mean, though, the forming of a merger of this type? Well, to talk about it is the co-owner of Progress, Martin who joins me now. Martin, thanks for being on Cultaholic with us.
0: Thanks for the invite and the opportunity to discuss this uh, very exciting news for us all.
1: When did the conversation start about a merger between Progress and Defy?
0: Probably last August when Defy were over in London. If you recall, it was that very busy weekend, AEW at Wembley. We had a a doubleheader with Defy and we just got, you know, we each saw uh, at first hand each other's shows we spent uh, three, four days in each other's company, lots of conversations, uh, we just recognised that you know we we have the same views and uh, perspectives and values about running a wrestling promotion. Um, we were looking at sort of you know, what can we do to improve each other's position and status within that as a landscape to the world of professional wrestling. That showed that there's a huge amount of interest and enthusiasm. Um, for professional wrestling. I think the whole sector's bounced back post-COVID, as lots of other areas have. Um, And I think there was just a coming together of like minds between Lee and myself and and Jim and Matt. And it was like, whoa, this was like... And it was probably one of our most successful weekends um, with lots of fans coming to both shows at the ballroom. And then you saw the buzz the following day at Wembley. Um, And as most things do, it started from a, hey, how about if we did more of this and what would that look like? And one thing led to another, let's put the two companies together.
1: So you've worked obviously with Defy in the past on on one-off shows, and as we've been talking, they're part of Mm -hmm. uh, All In Weekend in the UK. Um, So what does it mean to merge? And and why merge as opposed to just keeping the relationship uh, very casual and just running shows together? Why merge?
0: Um, I think when you do come together in a formal merger, um, and we're all now involved (coughs) going forward, that starts to bring up a level of greater certainty, a level of greater trust and openness, commitment, commitment, you know, all those great qualities in a business relationship. Um, so that was fundamentally it. It was, we want, we want to grow um, as a business globally. Um, we, we also respect each other's brand values and brand perspectives um, and our respective fan bases. So each uh, business will and promotion will operate still in its own right. But what we've suddenly got is the resources and experience from, from Progress's point of view of somebody like Jim and Matt. Um, hopefully, over time, you'll have the benefit of their relationships, both over in America um, and with a lot of the wrestlers that have been on their roster. And vice versa, we are heading out to America um, for uh, WrestleMania in Philadelphia. So we'll be taking about 15 of our Sort of typical roster with us. Um, And some of them will be on the Defy show. We're both part of what's known as the collective. That's the right term. They're opening the collective on the Thursday at 11 a.m., where they're on the Friday at 3 p.m. So we'll have some sort of crossover with some of the wrestlers there. And clearly, from a business point of view, we're looking to mutually promote each other's shows and, and just combine resources. What would that sort of look like? So I think a lot of people,
1: when they, when they see the merger, they, they know that Progress and Defy in ring will create some excellence. We had Kenter and Mark Haskins back in August. Yeah. And as you say, there'll be cross promotion in the ring, but away from the ring, we know how with the WWE and UFC merger, uh, it's, a, it's a big change in the back office environment where they'll be pooling resources there and co-promoting. But what does this particular merger look like away from the wrestling ring?
0: Fundamentally, we'll just be able to draw upon the experience that we've all had in different ways. Lee and I are not former wrestlers, whereas Matt is, so he brings that perspective of it. Jim has run... Five to seven years since starting, and he's had some amazing wrestlers come through, people like Nick Wayne's, Wes Strickland, John Moxley, etc. And he's built up a really good relationship and trust there. So there might be the opportunity the wrestlers to come to Progress and vice versa. You, you're talking about out of the ring. We're looking to put all of the Defy shows and content on Demand Progress Plus, creating a, a coalescence there that our fans will have access to the Defy shows. So the benefit to fans there, instead of paying two big subscriptions, they'll just be paying one, which is going to hopefully be less than the two together. So there's a benefit of scale to our fans there. And I guess I think beyond that, we're demonstrating perhaps to other promotions that might want to get involved with us on a similar basis. We've got in-ring benefits, whereby we might be able to do some, some cross elements with some of the narratives and the storylines that we've got between us. You know, what else could we throw out there? There could be a combined belt, for example. We could create a new title, which would be a joint one, which could be defended both in the UK and America, and elsewhere, really.
1: Would the guys from Defy get more say in how progress runs creatively? Will yourself and Lee McAteer have sway in what Defy does creatively, or will there be autonomy between the two promotions that have joined together?
0: Probably the answer is yes. So we are keeping both brands totally separate as a wrestling promotion. However... Uh, As again, I said, Lee and I have got a bunch of experience from different businesses, different sectors. Myself, uh, from football and basketball um, in the UK from different sports perspectives. Um, Jim and Matt, again, Matt, former professional wrestler himself. He knows what it's like to be a wrestler. He knows what they're looking for in terms of support, what they can commit to in terms of adding to any narrative, any booking, etc. So, yeah, we'll certainly be welcoming from a progress point of view, Jim and Matt's input into our booking, definitely.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/spoken today. Progress has been a part of the British landscape since 2012 and we've seen it change shape so many times. We saw during lockdown it became one of the only promotions that still ran uh, yeah. thanks in part to uh, an agreement with the WWE network to host Progress. Now yeah. that relationship ended when WWE changed their digital strategy. Uh, did yeah. you did you see that change coming and on the on the reflection of it what did uh, yourself and Lee learn? Uh, about that side of the business from working with WWE?
0: Uh, Well, it certainly gave you an insight into the absolute professionalism that they have and how they have, you know, we all know they've transformed the world of professional wrestling, typically for the good, I would say. Uh, And just how they do it is very businesslike from behind the scenes, uh, very organized. You know, the deal, for example, it's an extension of probably their decision last year, you know, the Netflix deal has clearly been a very thoughtful, strategic business decision, which is going to generate a lot of income for, for the, well, and, and the Endeavor group now. I think the relationship we had with WWE was very much about putting our shows on their network. So seeing how they did that has given us some insights into what we have now created with Demand Progress Plus, and I think having control of your content and how you market it and promote it was something that we, we gleaned from how WWE do it. They didn't have any editorial or content control over the shows before in, in what we did. There were a couple of times where we were bringing in uh, wrestlers and talent from other promotions, which maybe they would have viewed as competitive to the WWE landscape. So I know on a couple of occasions, they omitted one particular, one or two contests. Um, but after a while, we said, look, you either take it all or, you know, what's the point of us creating a show with strand, different strands in it? And they accepted that. And then we had wrestlers from other promotions. They, they just then left us unfettered to, uh, to deliver our own personal brand of wrestling to them. And that went well. The contract that Progress had with them was due to expire um, at the end of January anyway, so we were mindful that that was going to happen. As a consequence of that, we were already making our plans to create our own, essentially, network, um, Demand Progress Plus. So hence why that was launched sort of relatively quickly afterwards and, and fans didn't miss out on too much of, of being able to see our content online.
1: When um, we, we you mentioned it there about sort of coming to the end of that time with WWE Network and we were seeing guys like Anthony Agogo turning up in progress and Jonathan yeah. Gresham. And you said some of the issues that that caused. Were you kind of prepared for a little bit of a... A little bit of a a boardroom conflict over it, knowing that obviously they work for rivals to WWE. Were you half prepared for there to be a bit of a kickback?
0: Yeah, we were indeed. And we've been very open with them about it. And, you know, people like Anthony and and Jonathan, where Strickland, I think at the time, was signed to AEW. We were aware that that might have uh, prevented some of that content going on the network. But we were absolutely just not prepared to compromise the quality of our shows because, you know, ultimately we've got to deliver uh, a wrestling match and a wrestling show that satisfies our fans. You know, with the greatest respect to WWE, the fans had to take priority there. Uh, we did keep a good relationship with the network. There's still quite a lot of our content historically on the network and accessible and we reached, you know, a concluding agreement that we would um, allow them to keep that on there. Um, You know, there's many strands of some of the great wrestlers we've had through our ring. Um, Pete Dunne, Gunter, Tony Storm spring instantly to mind. So they're still available on the network, and, you know, both parties are really pleased that we've got... We haven't ended the relationship. It, It just changed. Um, you know, never, never close doors, even the so-called forbidden doors, always keep doors and relationships open is my view.
1: Uh, so, you guys coming away from the WWE Network and launching Demand Progress Plus, and you've mentioned that Defy will move their content onto there as well as uh, the extensive library from Progress as well. You mentioned earlier about other promotions that you know that you potentially may disc- may talk with uh, to do similar deals with Defy. Uh, with Pivotshare going away last year, do you possibly see Demand Progress? Over time, becoming a bit of a hub for indie wrestling around the world as well.
0: Absolutely, that's that's one of our aims and visions. Um, we've got TNT Extreme Wrestling on the platform at the moment, and we've got W3L uh, promotion up in Scotland, who've been going a well, they've been going twenty years for sure. So we've got three or four of their shows on. Uh, we've been speaking with uh, an Italian promotion promotion which will be coming up in the next month, SAJ, S-A-J. And in fact, the Velocities defended the SAJ titles on at one of our shows. Uh, I think it was Sheffield from memory. And DeRees and Leon Slater won that. So I think that's quite interesting. It gives the opportunity for other promotions to send their wrestlers and their belts to be, you know, defended and fought on in a progress ring. Uh, so, yeah, and we've got two or three other promotion, uh, promotions we're talking with, a couple of Americans and uh, Italian and French as well. So, yeah, I would love Demand Progress Plus to be a sort of a hub run by an indie, four indies. As it stands at the moment, are there certain factors
1: that you look for when looking for promotions to, to share the content from on your network? Hmm.
0: I think where they bring in something a little bit different, uh, whether it's style of wrestling. So TNT Extreme Wrestling is certainly different to a typical progress show. You know, Italian and French promotions that just a little bit different and perhaps something that English fans might like to see. Um, I was over in Paris last month. Um, uh, Mustafa Ali was on the show there at Catch. So we saw them. They had, you know, a really sweet, different venue, a little bit of a French style. So, yeah, it's it's that sort of edge that we're looking for. And I think fundamentally over and above that decent promoter's decent people who we can trust and who have a good reputation in the wrestling world. Uh,
1: we'll move forward a bit. You're in Philadelphia, as we've discussed, for WrestleMania <laughs> weekend with uh, yeah. Chapter 166, Freedom Walks Again. How yeah. important is this show in sort of setting the the pace and setting the scene for this Progress Defy merger?
0: Yeah, that's, it's, it's going to be a very big stepping stone and the fact that both define ourselves are part of the collective um, with uh, GCW who essentially run run and manage this And hats off to Brett Lauderdale for bringing together sort of about 12 global promotions for like a three day jamboree before Wrestlemania uh, so that's really important that we've got an, such a, um, a well known platform as that um, you'll you're going to be seeing over those two days, and possibly something on Saturday morning, which we've not yet sort of finalised yet. We might do something of a joint event between Defy and Progress. So yeah, it's really important. And, you know, you look at the wrestling landscape, and whilst we're all proud of what we do here in England, you know, the, the heart of professional wrestling is in America. Um, the everything about it is. It screams out scale. You know, you look at WrestleMania, I've been to the last two, um, and I've just been blown away at the scale, the professionalism, the enthusiasm, the number of fans that are there. Um, you know, the WWE merger valued at $21 billion. I mean, these, you know, you can put the rest of the world together and it doesn't approach that. So... Clearly, without losing the importance and, and the focus on our British market and our British fans, we want to expand that to American fans as well and, and make them see what we're all about.
1: Uh, to, to, to finish on this there is a lot of excitement about uh, this international merger it's something that hasn't really come along in this particular way uh, as mm. far as I can remember outside of the WWE and the UFC merger but with you'll know Martin is yourself who's, who's been there and done that with so many businesses with something like change does come some concern does come some anxiety from the long-term fans of both Defy and Progress there is excitement but obviously some concerns around there as well is they think you would say to assuage some of those concerns of the, the long standing fans of Defy and the long standing fans of Progress?
0: I mean, it's easy for me to say trust us, um, but that was, would be my starting point. I would say that since Lee and I bought the business, um, you know, judge us by what we've achieved over the last couple of years. Uh, we don't hide behind anything. Um, anyone who's been to a Progress show, one of the first things they'll see. <laughs> For good, for bad, is the face of Lee and me at the front door, welcoming everyone, shaking their hands. So we don't hide is is probably one of the biggest things I would say. If there's criticism or comments, we'll we'll listen to them, we'll take them on the chin. If we get something wrong, we'll learn from it and 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 hopefully that'll benefit what we're trying to put together. You know, just judge us by what we do. Um we're totally open for comments, views, opinions, as long as they're sort of valid. And, you know, I'd like them to be supportive of what we're trying to do. Uh, the thing that struck me, you know, really well is the loyalty and the commitment of the Progress fans, you know, not just in the ballroom but across the country, but I would say particularly in the ballroom. You know, it, it's a wonderful family environment. You're in that together. Um, the enthusiasm the commitment is, is amazing stick around see what we're doing um, it, it's it's a ride it's a helter skelter of a ride at times but fundamentally it, it, it's fun and you know as that other podcast wrestling should be fun I mean it should be fun um and that's what we're trying to retain within everything that we're doing
1: an ambitious international merger between defy wrestling and progress wrestling uh, co-owner of progress wrestling martin best thank you for joining us on cultaholic wrestling
0: tom big thanks to you and a big thanks to everybody who's been listening today and i hope to see you all on progress show in the very near future